Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam from Pro Wrestling Overtime. And I guess it's time to start. Notice I said start. Start talking about money in the bank. It's the first pay-per-view that WWE is going to have their fans back. Yes, yes, I know. WrestleMania 37 in Raymond James Stadium. They had fans back. They didn't have all their fans back. It was held in a football stadium at, what, probably... 35% capacity, 40% capacity. It wasn't full. And even though they sounded awesome, and we got a pretty good WrestleMania, it just wasn't the same. Number one, there are a lot of great Wrestlemania moments and Wrestlemania matches. But I've almost come to hate Wrestlemania. One reason is Vince tries to find the biggest stadium that he possibly can to hold the most fans. It's getting ridiculous. They're going to Dallas and I... I love Jerry Jones. I think some of the things that he has completed and accomplished with the Dallas Cowboys since he bought them in the 90s have been unreal. You know, he was the first one to sign a contract as a team, and that was with Pepsi. And he built this ginormous... Stadium in Dallas. But if you watch it on TV, it sucks. If you're there, you're not sitting in the first, I don't know, I would say 30 to 40 rows. It sucks. Remember the fans complaining? I don't remember what stadium was at. About the lights. They were up towards the nosebleeds, basically. And the lights 
that were flashing outward and kind of down were in their eyes. They were tweeting at WWE to let them know because when they told the ushers, they couldn't have cared less. What about the red lights? People couldn't see. Um, these WrestleMania matches, they need to be held inside. Number one, so no one melts. And number two, you can actually see them. Quit holding them in. 60, 70, 100,000 people stadiums. So I'm glad on July 18th, we are getting the first pay-per-view for WWE in Fort Worth, Texas. People have been talking about this since WrestleMania. Because always before, WrestleMania was held in April. Backlash was in May. Money in the Bank was June. And that way you had a two-month run at SummerSlam. Money in the Bank was kind of the middle between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Well, WWE decided to jack that all up this year. I don't know why. We got Backlash, but they turned it into WrestleMania Backlash and gave us pretty much rematches of WrestleMania. That was ridiculous because we knew not very many belts were changing hands. Even though some of us, me, tried to predict some belt changing hands to make it interesting. They really didn't. And then everybody was excited about Money in the Bank. Well, they announced at Backlash, oh yeah, we forgot to tell you guys. We've now moved Money in the Bank. It's going to be in July, and we're going to put Hell on a Cell in June. They announced that me and my friends talked I had people messaging me from Facebook. I had people tweeting me. What what match? What rivalry? What is going to be in the actual cell? And I was writing people. I don't know. I got to the point, I never use abbreviations. I don't know why. I guess I'm old school. But I was literally trying to get back to people as quick as I could. Through text, through the phone, through Facebook Messenger, through Instagram Messenger, through um, Twitter. That I was writing IDK, I don't know, and I copied it, and I basically literally was just pasting it on everything, 
hanging out with some friends, and we were talking, and we just started spitballing, basically. The only one, and I do mean the only one, that I could think of was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And, of course, my friends were saying, no, no, it's got to be a championship match. I don't know who it can be. Roman doesn't have anybody exciting to take on. So they're going to have to invent something. And Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre is surely not going to happen for the 50th time. Yeah, I was wrong. But I I just I couldn't think of anything that rated Hell in a Cell. And I didn't understand why we had to have Hell in a Cell eight months after we just had one. We had three matches that were in a cell at Hell in a Cell in October. Why are we having that again in June? What has changed? What what do we need? And so I laughingly joked to one of my friends and said, maybe Shane McMahon wants to have a Hell in a Cell match and get thrown off the cell one last time. Because I don't know who this can be. They can't create a rivalry, a blood feud, a chicken heel that's running away where they have to be in a cell because that's that's the thing about Hell in a Cell it's the end it's the last possible match it's the match that every wrestler says I don't want to be in so you've got to have a serious feud a blood feud a feud that must end. You've got to have a chicken heel that's running away all the time. And the only way that you can get them to stay, like Miz. Miz would be perfect for Hell in a Cell. Now, who he would take on, I have no idea. But... You have to have that or you have people constantly interfering. That would be the Kenny Omega storyline that is happening now at AEWA, AAA, and Impact Wrestling. Every match, he's got the good brothers of the Young Bucks coming in, interfering, and if they're not around, then Don Callis is doing it. So, whoever his rival was, 
for the last couple months, you would put them hell in a cell. So, what match rated that? Well, we thought it was going to be Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns. And I was all about, say what? What are you talking about? Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio were just tag team champions. They got their tag belts stolen. Why aren't they chasing the tag belts? That's what Ray wants in life, is to be a long-term tag team champion with his son. So they have Roman come out and launch Dominic. And now... Ray's so mad that they have to be in a cell? What? Why? Roman doesn't run away. Ray's not going to run away because supposedly he's all mad. They don't need weapons. In reality... Ray should be able to beat Roman with his wrestling technique, his skill, um, his moveset, his transitions, with one hand tied behind his back against Roman Reigns. Why does it need to be in the cell? Why do I want to see Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley in the cell? Because they've tried all the other gimmicks? Because we've seen them on free TV. We've seen them on pay-per-views. I was looking for him to have a street fight. I mean, come on. They didn't need to be in a cell. They needed to move Drew, Drew McIntyre to SmackDown. If they were going to beat him up that badly, not give him the belt and have a magical night with him and the fans at WrestleMania, then as soon as WrestleMania was over, he should have moved. Or he should have taken some time off. Bailey and Bianca? Are you serious? I don't remember what episode it is. I want to say it's like episode 37. Something like that. I told you how Bianca should have been booked. I don't really even want to talk about Bailey and Bianca. They brought Bianca up wrong. They told her story wrong. No, they didn't tell it wrong. They didn't tell it at all. They put her in a battle with Sasha Banks, but at the same time, they're tag team partners. And they don't know each other. What? What is going on? Craziness is what's going on. Then, everybody in WWE can tell me 
that it's not so. And that's fine. I want to hear from a decision maker themselves. Or I want to hear face to face from Bailey herself. No, no, I don't want to hear from Bailey. I want to hear from Pam Martinez. That WWE, from October until now, has not screwed her over, not one bit. So if Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard, any of them want to come, tell me face to face, no, we honestly did not screw the character Bailey over. And they want to tell me why they did what they did. I'll believe it. If Pam Martinez wants to sit down and tell me face to face, no, they did not screw me over. I had three, well, four humongous things that happened in my personal life from September we'll say till June now. And they were giving me time. If she wants to tell me that, I'll believe it. Do you guys realize, and I'm being serious, I just wrote an article for Border Fuel about Vivian Vachon may do an episode later. But I compared so that people would understand how much women's wrestling had changed. I got on um wrestling data site so that I could compare Vivian Vachon's records, titles, stuff like that to women wrestlers right now that were a little younger than her but had the same amount of years or were same age as her and basically had the same amount of years. So I looked up her record. I looked up Sasha Banks's record. I looked up uh, Tessa Blanchard's record. And I knew that that the character of Bailey had not been being used for several months um, when everybody was going wild about her not being at WrestleMania. And I used that. I looked it up. You know, she actually didn't have a match from February until after WrestleMania. The thing I think is most shocking. The character of Bailey won on Friday night with Seth Rollins. That was her fifth, the number five, win in 2021. Do you need me to say that again? I wanted to pause. 
Let that sink in. That was number five win for Bailey in 2021. Yes, we're in month six, and she doesn't even have a win once a month. Matter of fact, I didn't write it down, should have. Um, I think she's only had 13 matches the whole 2021. That shocked me. Guys, do you realize that, I think it was in 2019, she won 126 times. Bailey has had, I don't know, 800 and some matches in the WWE, won 650 of them. But yes, she's won five times in 2021. Is she hurt? And surely they will not tell me, oh, we forgot about her in creative and didn't write a storyline. What? She was just your longest running SmackDown champion and you forgot about her? And you're wanting top free agents or other women's talent to come sign with you when you're treating her like that? What? Sasha Banks had already asked for time off after WrestleMania. So Bailey stepped in and took on Bianca. There was no storyline there. They tried to bring back the storyline that they had from Survivor Series until Royal Rumble between Bianca and Bailey. The problem is. They never wrote Bailey strong enough or evil enough to seem like she would overcome Bianca. They didn't want her to overstar Bianca or overshadow her. And by doing that, They've been slowly poking holes in the Bailey character and getting her to crumble. Can they build her up? Do they want to build her up? No, I don't think so. I've been saying for two months, Bailey's going to Raw. And we're going to get to how she gets there and just a minute but people have been talking about Hell in a Cell or excuse me Money in the Bank since Wrestlemania because they thought it was coming up they moved it back a month and now all these people were chirping about who all could come back 
and win money in the bank. Well, this week, a lot of stuff was solved and got those people to quit chirping because they got punched in the mouth. Because the people they were naming, they don't have spots anymore. So let's talk about it. On the raw side of the men's money in the bank, they filled three spots on Monday alone with Riddle, Ricochet, and John Morrison. Raw only gets four spots. So at the very end of Raw, they announced there's going to be a second chance triple threat. And the losers to Riddle, Ricochet, and John Morrison are all going to be in that match together. Now, this match, I want to see. They'll screw it up somehow. There'll be some stupid shenanigans or something. I don't know what they'll come up with. It won't be a real wrestling match where we get to see three superstars. Two Hall of Famers. Two legends already. Get in the ring together. But we're getting Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre in the same ring. The problem I have... Whoever wins that should win the Money in the Bank briefcase. But, here's what I know. If Randy Orton or AJ Styles, who won the Money in the Bank match last year, he was the one that got the briefcase off the hook. Yes, he fumbled it. And dingling Otis caught it. Who cares? But anyway, if Randy Orton or AJ Styles win the second chance match, I look for John Morrison, possibly Riddle, to win the briefcase. If Drew McIntyre wins. Then he's going to get the briefcase. And they're going to tell the gosh darn story of Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre one more time. And it's going to get him on nerves. Because God forbid he wins that briefcase and takes it to SmackDown. Ugh. So on the women's side of Raw, they decided to do some stupid tag team concept. Why? I'm going to try to be politically correct. 
Why would you take two singles wrestlers that are not a tag team, but put them in a tag team to win a match so the two of them can split up again and go against each other in a Money in the Bank match for a single briefcase to become a champion. If you didn't understand what I just said, guess what? Most of the audience didn't either. They put Nikki Cross, who is now a superhero, which I'm all for, with Alexa Bliss, who's supposedly evil, a fallen angel, a demon, a creature of the devil, or is possessed by Lily the doll, together in a tag team. Yeah, because that makes sense. Then we allow them to win. And so now Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss are going to be fighting each other in the Money in the Bank match. Okay. Yeah, I buy that. So they do the same thing to Asuka, who lost at WrestleMania her world championship but can't seem to get a one-on-one rematch without Charlotte Flair getting involved with Naomi whose partner just got fired. Yeah, they, they make the perfect pair Yeah, okay. So, they win, and now they're split up, and they're going to fight each other for the money in the bank. Yeah, you heard me name four. How many does Raw get in money in the bank? Four. So, we aren't getting any more women's matches for Money in the Bank qualifiers because we decided to do this stupid tag team concept. I was hoping and praying that when I watched SmackDown on Friday night that they were not going to do this. Well, SmackDown has different writers who either write better or Vince is tired and approves their stuff easier Or, I don't know, but who's writing with SmackDown should also write Raw and just let all those Raw idiots go. Because what they are doing is dragging it out to cover television. Because, remember, I said Money in the Bank isn't coming Told July 
15th. Well, last time I checked, it was July 27th, or June 27th. We've got three weeks. So the SmackDown writing team, or somebody on SmackDown, decided, well, we're just going to give you one qualifier. Here's Big E. Big E and Apollo went after each other. Big E won. He qualifies for Money in the Bank. They announced we're going to get Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. A gimmick match, but it fits those two. And the rivalry of over 20 years. But the winner of it will be the second qualifier. So who are the other two? Who are, who, who are they? And who are they going up against? How are we going to figure that out? Well, SmackDown left us hanging. And they basically told us, you have to tune in. Okay, I will. Because I want to know. So Sonya Deville came out. Instead of doing the stupid tag team concept, um, Sonya just thought, I'll name somebody. You will? You're not going to have a match? Even a stupid tag team match? No, no. I'm going to name somebody. Okay. How about it? So she did. So she announced Carmella was the first selection. I about fell off my couch. I mean, I literally about fell off my couch. I thought Carmella? The Carmella that came out after six months of being off our TV with this new gimmick, the untouchable, writing in lipstick, dressing unbelievably, flirting with a guy that was supposed to be in it her enforcer but they decided to write him as a Samuele and then she had to fire him because he was an idiot and I was ready to put my fist through the TV screen because he was driving me crazy and he went off to find Nia Jax They used Carmella's comeback. She put on, I believe, three great matches with Saucer Bangs. She became a tag team with Bailey in December. I think they had two tag team matches against Sasha and Bianca. Bailey was unbelievable. Carmella was unbelievable. They worked some double team moves. They had nice transitions in and out. 
And then it was... Poof. After Carmella's Royal Rumble match with Sasha Banks. Bruce Pritchard, I'm assuming, decided he didn't want to see her anymore. So him and Kevin Dunn got together and threw her in a closet. That is the only thing that I can figure out. That she arrived on Thursday and said, I'm here to practice. I'm here to find out what's going on. I'm going to work out a little bit. And come Friday morning, about 11, 11.30 noon, she would come in, get get ready to get dressed, eat, you know. And Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn would hog tie her, I guess, and throw her in a closet. We did not see hide nor hair of her for months. They wouldn't even let her come out and be in the background. So come on, all you Carmella fans that have been fans of her since NXT. You tell me the truth. Would the Carmella character that you have known since NXT, through all versions of her changing her character or her gimmick or whatever, to try to make people happy, is there any part of any character that somehow would not have found the TV, would not have been in a background shot, would not have been doing commentary, would not have interrupted a promo, to allow us to know she's alive, the only logical reason that I can come up with was they threw her in a closet and after the SmackDown show, they let her out. So, do you have another answer to that? She comes out eventually either because she escaped or because they finally waterboarded her enough to make her believe her new gimmick. What was wrong with the untouchable gimmick? Yes, Sasha beat her two or three times, but my God. She could have used it on everyone else. Now she has the most beautiful girl in the world gimmick. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Just put Carmella on the damn screen. Because she's so much better than a lot of the people that you do put on the screen. Anyway, she's the first selection. So then we get Liv Morgan come out. She starts citing her win. Hey, I beat Carmella last week and she's the first selection that doesn't make any sense what's going on I like how no one brought it up that the week before that Carmella had beat her because WWE makes no sense so Sonya decides they're gonna have a match 
which we already knew because they were dressed in their wrestling gear. And she said, Carmella, this won't affect your selection. You're still going to be in money in the bank. But Liv, if you beat Carmella, then you'll get a spot. Now, if I'm Carmella, and I think I can beat Liv at Money in the Bank, since I've won it twice before, why would I not let her win and take a spot from someone else on SmackDown that could possibly beat me? That only makes sense, correct? The second reason Carmella would let Liv beat her is why have a long drawn out match where I may get hurt and not be able to be in the money in the bank match? I don't want that to happen. So we'll make this painless and easy, and Liv can have the second selection. But you know what? None of that was brought up. Why? I'm assuming they don't really like to make Carmella look smart. But if they were smart, they would have used that. Because you always want your wrestlers looking like they can think on the spur of a moment how they're going to handle this to their own benefit. But WWE has forgotten that in probably the last 7 to 10 years. So the SmackDown women now have two spots left. So we've got Three men's spots left on SmackDown men. Two SmackDown women's spots. One Raw men's spot. Zero Raw women's spots. And we got three weeks. Six shows. That just wants me to throw up somewhere. Um, so we've got the WWE Championship match already set. That's Bobby Lashley. That's the Raw Championship. We've got him going up against Kofi Kingston. Huh. We do. Now, what story is that about? Where's the storyline? What is it? Yeah, I'm hearing crickets chirping. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess they'll make it up in the next three weeks. Because let me let you in on a little secret. In six weeks... There's going to be a super show, a WWE 
Super Show. That's what they're calling the live house shows on Saturday and Sunday nights. They're going to be doing live SmackDown, travel. They're going to be doing a Super Show live. Super Show live on Sunday, travel, do Raw live somewhere. All in front of fans. So, six weeks from now, they decide to advertise because tickets are going on sale. Posters went out. Guess who the main event is? It's Bobby Lashley with his title. An MVP as a tag team against Kofi Kingston and Drew McIntyre. Well, I know what my prediction is going to be for Money in the Bank. Kofi Kingston's not winning it. And I'm telling you, if Drew McIntyre ends up getting in that Money in the Bank match, they're going to allow him, probably, to win that briefcase. And I'm going to want to shoot myself in the head. We also know who's going to be in Money in the Bank for the Raw Women's Championship. It's going to be Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. I think they should have been in the cell. I wonder if they're going to give this a gimmick. I I would like to see one. But I I don't know what it'll be. Who's in SmackDown? Is that what you ask? Yeah, I don't know. They haven't said. They haven't made up their mind. Bianca's still screwing around with Bailey. Um, she had a match with her tag team as Cesaro against Seth Rollins and Bailey this past Friday night. See, here's the thing. Every single Money in the Bank women's winner has gone on to cash in and win the championship. Are they going to break that streak now? Uh, I don't know. They don't know. There have been four Money in the Bank winners in five years. Carmella, who's in it this year, has won it twice. Alexa Bliss, who has won it, is already in this year's Money in the Bank. Asuka won last year and is already in Money in the Bank. You know who the fourth one is? 
Oh, I heard you say it. You know your history. It's Bailey. Please let her be in Money in the Bank. I don't want to see Bianca Bailey 4001. You still haven't created a story with them. And I'm better than you and you're not as good as me and that back and forth little kid poking at each other and laughing at each other that's stupid these two are accomplished women you've got Bailey who was your first time ever Grand Slam champion I would say she yeah off the top of my head I may change this the very next episode. But off the top of my head, she is the only WWE woman's wrestler. Maybe the only WWE wrestler that has did a successful six-year run as a babyface and is on her second year as a heel and has been just as successful as both you've got Bianca Belair that has more athletic talent than what she knows to do with somebody's vision whatever they can think up and explain it to her she will be able to do. She's got to get better at her promos. But athletically, she can do whatever you, you want her to. She's smart. She was an all SEC scholastic All-American. She graduated from college. With honors. Bailey is extremely smart. All the time learning. And exploring new things. And you've got them. Now going on. Almost three months. Of poking at each other. Saying I'm better than you. No I'm better than you. No you're not. I'm better than you. And in the last couple weeks. They've laughed at each other. WWE Creative, really, is this all you can come up with? Please tell me that Bailey is not going to miss out on Money in the Bank ladder match to continue that garbage storyline. Please create a new one and let Bailey be in. The damn money in the bank ladder match. There's two spots open. So. Who else can the other one be? Honestly. 
who's left on the SmackDown roster? I'm I'm being serious. I'm really asking. Because Natty and Tamina have the tag team championships. And I would like to see them defend them. I know right now they're over on Raw. Playing with Mandy and Dana. And maybe that'll be their tag team match. But they're not going to be in Money in the Bank. Bianca's not going to be in Money in the Bank. So on the roster. Since Carmella and Liv are already in it. You fired everybody else. You only got two women left. On the roster. It's Bailey And Sasha Banks. Are you going to bring Sasha Banks back. By July 18th. Maybe. But that would mean she would have to come back. You've got her scheduled right now. Or come back July 16th. Are you going to bring her back early? So that. She can qualify? Or are you going to pull the trigger. And allow Becky Lynch to come back? Perfect situation. I personally think. Is Becky tries to qualify or wants to qualify and then she decides I don't need to qualify. I want my belt back. And Bianca's gonna give it to me. And that is who Bianca needs to face that money in the bank. Honestly, Becky should beat Bianca and go into SummerSlam as the SmackDown Women's Champion. But we'll leave that to fur prediction show. And I think Sasha Banks and Bailey should be the other two qualifiers for SmackDown. Because then you have Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Asuka, who have all won it before in the match. You have Sasha Banks, who some is saying is the greatest of all time in the Money in the Bank ladder match. You have the up-and-comer that it seems like everybody wants to see get a break in Liv Morgan. You have Naomi who could use the money in the bank briefcase to travel brands meaning that she could eventually be part of the bloodline and join Roman Reigns and the Usos. You have Nikki Cross, who is now basically becoming a new character. 
And is she going to side with Alexa Bliss? Is her superhero going to be evil? Or is she going to fight against Alexa Bliss? And is she going to go a little wild, a little energetic, and beat Miss Bliss for the briefcase? See, there's so many stories you could tell with those eight women. Will they allow that to happen, though? Oh, probably not. Because it's what I want. You guys tell me what you want. Write me at prowrestlingot at gmail.com. Or you guys can hit me up on Twitter. I'm pro overtime. It's two O's, pro overtime. Yes, private messages are open. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at pro wrestling overtime. Yes, the messages are open. But I look forward to talking to you guys again soon and I'll see you down the road shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers Mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear and on eBay you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click slash safety, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.